nine minutes. My snooze button gives me nine minutes. Nine, nine minutes is not a snooze. 90 minutes. That's a snooze. Has, has anyone ever woken up from the nine minutes refreshed? I was exhausted nine minutes ago, but now, right as rain. Thank you, Gary Gullman. My name's Neil Headley. Thanks for hitting the snooze button express. I was prepared to write off a literal lifelong battle with insomnia to just be in part of doing more than 30 years of morning television and radio. Well, when I dug a little deeper, it turned out there was far more to learn. So in this series, we try to help people fix their sleep by figuring out why mine is so horribly broken, and maybe we can stumble upon some answers together. A number of episodes of the Snooze Button podcast deal with neuroscientists and sleep researchers, helping me get to the bottom of the root causes of my sleep problems. But we're also going to hear occasionally from high achievers and celebrities. They give their tips to me. I turn around and try those things myself for a couple weeks at a time, and I share the data from my sleep tracker with you to see which things are actually having an impact. And hopefully, I help you separate the wheat from the chaff. Well, this week's episode reunites two of Canada's all-time favorite morning radio hosts. Aaron Davis and Mike Cooper owned Canadian morning radio for about a decade. They've both been away from mornings for a few years, but you'll hear why I thought it'd be a good idea to pick their brains. And if there ever were an episode where I would heartily recommend listening to the full-length version at thesnoozebutton.com, Mom, this is the one. These two are gold, and you're going to hear why they were so successful. So talk to me about what your morning routines were like then, because, I mean, for, for you, Aaron, there wasn't an adjustment. It wasn't where suddenly somebody came to you and said, hey, by the way, you're about to embrace a life where your alarm goes off at 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, good luck rolling with those changes, like I'm sure must have been for Mike. But so for the two of you, talk to me about your morning routine, because I think a lot of people will just flip on whether it's the radio or the TV in the morning or whatnot and and don't really stop to think about the person that they're listening to and and it's not like you just rolled out of bed and grabbed the microphone. I mean, you know, we're seeing footage of Al Roker who's showing up mm-hmm. at the Today Show studios at like 3.30 in the morning and by the time he gets there, he's already been to the gym, he's already cooked breakfast, he's already done all this stuff. What was your routine like? Were you were you nappers? Did you go to bed early? Did you stop mm-hmm. watching Carson? How did that all work? Oh, wow. Uh, for me, it was a split shift. I would, uh, I would go to bed at 10 at night, get up at 3.30 or 4 o'clock, but there had to be a two to three hour nap mm-hmm. during the day. There was no such thing as half an hour or one hour or I felt worse. So my sleep was everything. And if I didn't get a nap, boy, howdy, I had to be in bed by seven or eight o'clock at night. And I, I laughed, Neil, watching the morning show, you know, where Jennifer Aniston or, or any of the characters get picked up by their cars and they're, they're brought straight to the TV station and then they get to go into makeup. I would always, always do my makeup and look TV presentable. And of course, in the age of internet and stuff and, uh, you know, Instagram, that became more and more important. You just couldn't show up looking, you know, like you'd just gotten out of bed, That's which true. you had. Yeah. So that all changed. You had to be TV pretty every day. Um, and one really, really nice thing is that my husband, Rob, um, would get up with me at that crazy hour, bring me an espresso. There would be coffee when I got out of the shower and, uh, and then he would walk me or drive me to work. So, um, that was the latter half of my career. Before that, I would get up and pat around in the dark and go off to work like everybody else, because of course we have a small child at home. 
But uh, later on, it was truly a team effort, and we got to nap together, too. So anytime you can go to bed twice a day and sleep next to the person that you love, it's 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 a good thing. And to be on the same schedule, too. That's what yeah. my tender morsel of passion fruit and I did for over 10 years. We just... You know, instead of somebody being up, Debbie being up during the course of the day and then, you know, noises and vacuuming mm. and whatever, you know, goes on during the course of the day. Uh, I, we chose to have a, a, a snooze together. She would get up and listen to the morning show. So we are on the same time. That really, really kind of helped. If you're going to get up at the crack of stupid, it's better to be on the same schedule than separate schedules. Yeah. Misery loves company. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> And, you know, it's unfortunate, Neil, because we have met and known people for whom the morning hours are a fight every single day. And I think, dear God, if that's the way you're getting out of bed, you know, first off, you don't want to be up or your partner doesn't want you to be up. It's just, oh, that that must be just awful because it's hard enough being cheery at that hour sure. anyway. And you know, it's weird, Neil, because uh, I'm semi-retired. Uh, I still do my uh, Saturday night uh, oldie show on uh, CHFI uh, uh, 6 to midnight. And um, <laughs> the, uh, the most most listened to radio show in North America. But I, uh, in history. So, so th- that's what they tell me. <laughs> but uh, uh-huh. I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong uh-huh. uh, about that, uh, but I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, so I still, to this day, being semi-retired, still wake up at four thinking radio, thinking radio bits, thinking uh, I got to get up and I got to do this show, and I can't get that out of my head. It's the craziest thing, and I start to get, like, palpitations, like uh, I'm excited. I, I, I got to go, and then I talk myself down saying, Cooper, Sit down. Just relax. You're not going to work anymore. It's over. Neil, ask me what I do when I wake up at four o'clock in the morning. What do you do when you wake up at four o'clock in the morning, Aaron? Funny you should ask. Um, I, uh, I, I, I look at the clock and I say a silent and not so silent thank you and go back to sleep until eight or nine. I am so embracing every second of sleep that I promised myself every morning since I was 18. Did you ever have a stretch at any point where for whatever reason sleep just didn't come? It just didn't show up? Well, I'm victim of that now. Um, you may not know. Um, uh, last year, my uh, wife passed away with uh, colon cancer. So, for the she she fought um, courageously. Mm. Oh my gosh! For five years with stage four cancer, and so things got the last two years. Things got weird. I I would wake up continually and, and, and hear her, you know, and just the sounds and, you know, her getting up to go to the bathroom and wondering if she was okay. I still am disturbed by that. And I still listen for her, believe Mm. it or not. It's, it's it's, like a PTSD, like post-traumatic stress. You're, you're still feeling that. I thought it was uh, some sort of uh, disease of the groom. No, no, sorry. (laughs) Whether you had one of those, I'm sure Debbie won't have anything to do with that. Oh, God. 
See, there's what we do. We do, Neil. We take the most tragic things and then turn it around so that people can feel okay to laugh about it. Because if you don't laugh, you're just yeah. going to die in this brutal life. And and uh, you we've know, done that to, uh, just yeah, over the, the last couple of days. You know, yeah. we laughed and cried together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's true. As for sleep problems for me, um, being a woman of a certain age, there's this thing called menopause, and there was no way that I was going to be going through what other women older than I were who who talked about it were going to go through, which was the sleeplessness. And I was like, no, no way. Nobody is messing with my sleep when mm-hmm. I got to get up at four o'clock in the morning. So I went on hormone replacement therapy, which um, turns out now is not working out for me. And uh, that's that's fine. I can deal with it in other ways. Tryptophan is a wonderful thing. And I can say this, it's not a drug. It's not anything I'm endorsing. It's a, It's an enzyme. And you can get it prescribed, or you can get it in uh, in different um, formulas uh, from your from your health food store. It is a natural enzyme. You find it in turkey and bananas and warm milk. And uh, for I had a friend with anxiety who visited over Christmas, and he he took them instead of a lorazepam, and it just it really kind of calmed him. So if you can find something natural, melatonin or or you know any of the uh, wine. No. Oh, that's mine. No, no I sorry. I managed that for several years too which was not a good idea but uh yeah if you can find something natural to help you sleep then by all means try them all aaron davis mike cooper on the snooze button express head to the snoozebutton.com for the full length version 